Hey guys, I'm Bodhi, one of the pastors of Victory Alabang. You're listening to Preaching and Practice, a podcast where we talk about last week's preaching and how we can put it into practice today. On this third week of our current series entitled Here and Now, we preached on two parables, the parables of the hidden treasure and of the pearl of great value. In both stories, the person who found it sold everything he had to be able to obtain the item that he had found something that he considered of far greater value than anything else. Jesus likens the kingdom of God to these stories. As we find out about this kingdom, we are to leave everything behind, knowing that it is of far greater value than anything in this world. Now, as we talk about this, it actually reminds me of the story of the rich young ruler. Jesus told him to sell all of his belongings and give it away to the poor if he truly wanted to follow him. So what do these parables mean? Is God telling us to sell all of our land, our homes, our cars, our jewelry, our watches, and our precious collections, everything that we have, just to give it away to the less fortunate? I hope you didn't stop the podcast out of fear when you heard that. Listen to this. God does not want us to be poor and homeless. Selling all that we have simply means acknowledging that everything that we have comes from Him, and all of these things are to be used primarily for His purposes. Our money, our possessions, our career, our relationships all come secondary to Jesus. Just like the people in the parables, as we understand what we have received because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, there will be a change in our priorities and what we value. Our goals will be altered. It used to be about our desires. Now it's all about God's desires. It used to be about our plans. Now it's all about God's plans. It used to be about our glory now It is all about His glory and the advancement of His kingdom. Kingdom with a capital K. We live to build His kingdom, not our own kingdom. Now, whether you are a pastor, a businessman, a student, a teacher, a father, a mother, a grandparent, you know, we are all called to participate in this. And I'm telling you, we all can. How can we do it? Well, we can actually do it, if you'd ask me now, simply in three ways. But first, we have to acknowledge that everything that we own, including our very lives, is God's. And committing to be good stewards of what He has entrusted to us. We can honor Him in three ways. One, we can advance His kingdom with our resources and our finances. We, the children of God, are blessed to be a blessing to others. Everything that we have is not just for us to enjoy exclusively, For us to, you know, add to our infinite collection of sneakers, bags, or watches. When payday comes, that's not, those are not the things that we think about all of the time. We are blessed so that we can share it with other people. We are to use the blessings as a means to point others to our great provider. How? It can be as simple as, you know, treating a friend who's having a rough time to coffee so that you can listen, encourage, and pray for him. You can also extend help to those who are in need, something that we do here in church yearly through Love the City. If you haven't heard about that, during the Christmas season, for less than 300 pesos, we bless an entire family with a Noche Buena meal. But you know, it doesn't end there. As we give them the gift bag, we present to them an even greater gift, the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ, the real reason behind Christmas. So you see, we don't just give to people what they think they need. The gifts that we give, the help that we extend, those are simply tools to present them with what we all truly need, and that is Jesus Christ. 
we use our resources, our finances to make Jesus known. Now, does that mean that I can't buy stuff for myself? No. God wants us to enjoy the fruit of our labor. So, you know, go treat yourself. Just don't spend all of your money on it. You know, give back to God what He deserves. Bless others as God leads you to. But I encourage you, don't just spend your money wisely. Spend it prayerfully. Ask God what He wants you to do with it. And I'm sure He'll give you wisdom. Now, we can advance His kingdom with our finances, our resources. We can also advance His kingdom with our influence. You see, the relationships that we have, the positions that we hold, are there for a reason. If we can use our connections for our good and our gain, all the more we can and we should use it for God's glory. Matthew of the Bible is a perfect example of this. If you're familiar with Matthew, who used to be called Levi, when he started following Jesus, he actually threw a party in his house and he invited his fellow tax collectors so that they too could meet Jesus. I have heard a lot of people in our congregation doing the same thing. You know, we have a public servant who is an attendee, and right now he's using the power that was entrusted to him to open doors of opportunity for the gospel to be preached in their area. He invites some of our victory group leaders to come to their government office to hold victory groups there, and he allows his staff an hour a week to be able to join the groups and to hear the word of God. We also have victory group leaders who are starting up small groups in their workplace, leading their friends and even their bosses to the Lord. Now, some people would say, you know, Bodhi, I don't think I can do what they do. I don't have much money and I don't have influence. How can I take part in the advancement of the kingdom of God? Now, if you are going to say that, I would say that those two scenarios are highly unlikely. But nonetheless, you can also advance God's kingdom with your time. All of us have time. Before the kingdom of God grows through us, it must first grow in us. Following Jesus means prioritizing Him, putting Him first when it comes to our schedule, setting aside time with Him. Now, reading God's Word and praying daily are very important. My question is, do we have a set time for that? And as we do that, we can also offer our time for His works. You know, we have a lot of volunteers who go to the Women's Correctional once or twice a month to minister to the inmates there. We also have a lot of people who volunteer to help out in church during the weekend services. You know, there are a lot of ways that we can express this. All it takes is for us to have that desire. We can advance the kingdom of God with our finances, with our influence, with our time, and with so much more. Again, all we have to do is to put Him and His kingdom on top priority, understanding that it is far more important and valuable compared to all of these things combined. Now, some of you may ask, I've been listening to this podcast for the past couple of minutes, but what is the value of the kingdom of God? Why would I give up everything for it? The value of the kingdom of God, it is found in its king, Jesus Christ. Jesus, who willingly gave up his all, sacrificed his life in order to save us from our sins and give us eternal life. Without him, all of us would be doomed for eternity. And now through him, we receive the blessings of forgiveness, eternal life, and a relationship with God. All of which are of infinitely greater value than the things of this world. As Jesus has given us his all, the only proper response I can think of is to give him our all as well, to leave everything behind for him. 
And as an encouragement, he reminds us in Matthew 6.33 that as we put his kingdom first, he would graciously give us everything that we need. So today, I encourage you, why don't we ask God for the grace to put him first in everything that we do? Thanks for joining us this week. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or on our website, www.victoryalabang.church, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, feel free to tell your friends too. Tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you.